Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Welcome, ladies. I am so excited today to have with me a very special guest, Florence Andrews, who is a success and visibility coach. So Florence is one of our graduates from the Click Academy, and she's doing wonderful things within the coaching industry. So I'm so excited, Florence, to have you here chatting with me today so I can, you know, share with our audience a little bit more about you and what you're up to. So welcome. Thank you so much. It is such a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. So I would actually like to start just, um, I mean, obviously you've been through the Click Academy and you've, you've done our training, you're, you've done the training um, through our program. And I always like to ask, you know, what has been your favorite part of that experience? Oh my gosh, so much. I mean, so the Click Academy was quite early on in my journey and I had already done some coach training. I and mm-hmm. But it was quite... Um, I don't know how else to explain it other than quite kind of men in gray suits and clipboards, kind of very traditional grow method like coaching. And it was it gave me a great foundation in many ways. But I was really when I starting to work with practice clients from from that experience, I realized that there was a big bit missing and a big part of the puzzle missing. And it was having the tools to be able to go deeper into people's limiting beliefs and really, you know, essentially the goal setting side alone you know all these people were coming to me with these goals and there was a reason that they hadn't been able to follow through with them before and I felt like kind of that purest traditional coaching didn't quite give me enough to be able to help them change who they were being in that on that fundamental level Mm -hmm. um and so that's when I came I can't remember how I found you it might have I think it was I think it was your free course the the freedom abundance yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so I was like okay that looks amazing and basically was just converted and I think it was on my mind for a while before I jumped in and I think it was just the array of tools it gave me to add to my toolbox like just the the NLP and the EFT and I'm I'm an absolute manifestation geek so Mm -hmm. I just I loved the amount of different avenues it gave me to be able to grow through and explore. And I felt like I could really almost like, I ended up with this palette that I could then over time, even now still like kind of build who I am as a coach, you know, and and in my own unique way, kind of take all these different wonderful tools in this process um, and, yeah and take that and help other people with it and I think also just the community it's yeah. such a supportive Facebook group it's so it's so encouraging and there have been you know times when I've used it more and times when life's gotten away and I've used it less but it's just just knowing that that group of women are there that have each other's backs and that re- that sisterhood 
um, was another really kind of unexpected, actually, piece of, of the puzzle for me as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, actually, because whenever I ask people that they've been through the program, it's always, you know, the community is pretty much always something that they mention. And I think for me, it makes me so proud to see, obviously, the amazing things that our coaches are doing, but just how everyone sort of really is there for each other and steps in and supports each other is just phenomenal. Um, so what's really interesting to so you were actually coaching before you joined the Click Academy then. What was it about sort of becoming a coach that really appealed to you? Like, what was it that kind of fueled your decision? Yeah, so I'd actually had coaching on my mind for years. It had been in the back of, of my mind and essentially kind of my mindset journey started, I don't know, a good 12, 13 years ago, because I have like a long career as a West End actress. So that's what I've spent most of my life doing. But I had a long period where I really was had this like internal tug of war between what I knew I was capable of and like really big fiery ambitions. And this other side of me that was just self-sabotage. And when it came to stepping up into the spotlight and when the big opportunities were there, I'd crumble, um, I'd play small. And so, I got to a point in my acting career when I had I realized and had to kind of draw a line in the sand and realize okay I'm getting in my own way here and if I really want to do what I know deep down I'm capable of I need to get out of my own way and I need to go on a deeper journey so that it was actually my acting journey that introduced me to the world of mindset mm -hmm. and I kind of went off I saw you know EFT CBT NLP like hypnotherapists I saw all the people I started reading all the books I you know had that um crazy moment that many of us have when we realize that uh, we create our own reality and kind of woke <laughs> up to that and really went on a deep journey and through that saw so it was just incredible to see the evidence of the results because I basically went from years as kind of the broke understudy and the person always covering the lead and um feeling a bit jaded um to honestly within a matter of months I got my first six-figure West End leading lady role and I, I I really that just gave me more fuel and more evidence for the mindset work so because of that I then developed this real kind of side passion for manifestation and mindset and success mindset and because of the books I was reading I kind of got interested in entrepreneurship as well and that whole world um but I was still busy as an actress and it was really when COVID hit I just taken a year out to have my second child my little boy and I was the main breadwinner I've got my name on the mortgage it's all kind of I've always been that the earner of the family and uh, I'd run through my savings to take my year off and really needed to get back to work like the the little cushion was getting very little <laughs> and <laughs> so I got a new job I was three days into rehearsals and that's when they were like right you know you're all going home you're not coming back in tomorrow hopefully we'll be back in a couple of weeks I don't know you know hopefully this will blow over soon and of course it didn't because it was the pandemic and that basically kind of opened up this I kind of describe it as opening up this chasm in front of me where you know I had to for the first time in years because I'd always been on this really clear trajectory of my life and this first time I just had this kind of vacuum and could decide what to fill it with and it was scary and kind of liberating at the same time to have that <laughs> opportunity so yeah we were a bit terrified financially but I basically 
had a decision I felt to make where I could either go and just stay in survival mode and stay as safe as possible and go stack shelves or whatever I had to do, which kudos to a lot of my peers went and did and like uh, bravo to them because all these actors and you know obviously people in so many industries suddenly just had to do what they had to do but I did have a little bit of money left and I did have this passion and I kind of saw it as this opportunity to you know maybe once in a lifetime opportunity to Mm -hmm. jump in to this you know when people say what else if you couldn't be an actor what would you be and I was like a coach um so that's when I leapt and yeah the first investment I made was in this other coaching academy and I got lots from it and then um and then came across the clique and it did actually now it's obvious to me to use my journey um in you know visibility mindset and getting over my own stage fright and being able to show up and take up space and be seen in my acting career and moving that into entrepreneurship but actually it took me quite a few pivots to get there and almost give myself permission to for that to be my niche but essentially yeah that's the journey that took me into coaching yeah yeah amazing and I you mentioned about sort of that that initial decision like it being sort of liberating but also petrifying (laughs) which I can completely resonate with I don't think there's anybody that I've ever met that's taken the leap into coaching that hasn't been terrified because you're obviously starting out in something completely new what do you think it was for you specifically that helped you move through that fear to really decide okay I'm committed to this I'm gonna do this let's just move (laughs) I think I think part of it was that um, is it Marianne Williamson of like sacrilege the quote quote now but you know that idea of it was starting to be more painful to to play small than to go for yeah. it and and I think I've always been a real visionary so I think in some ways my journey as an actor helped me has helped me a lot in my journey as a coach because a lot of the mindset um, needed is very similar and it is that whole you know risking like jumping in and trusting that the net will catch you and that you have that inner resourcefulness and resilience to deal with whatever the journey brings you um and I think I had that experience of I'm very lucky actually I had a dad who's very much still like believes in fairy tales and was like you can do it you know I think he wanted to be an actor and he wasn't so he was really encouraging never pushy but just very you know anything's possible mindset and mm-hmm. so I think I'd built up that through my acting and I don't know, I just, I, I think it, yeah, that the fear was absolutely and remains there every time I make a new investment or step up in some way, I'm constantly got that feeling of like, okay, I'm going to throw up. What the hell am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Oh my God, this is so elating. And I always kind of tell if I'm on like a sales call with someone, I'll always say, look, if you're feeling like, absolutely petrified and your heart is thumping and you're going oh my god what am I doing and at the same time you feel elated and expansive and so excited then that's Mm -hmm. a hell yes and if it feels heavy and like a weight and a drain and you feel contracted Mm -hmm. you know then then maybe maybe this isn't the right time or not the right decision and I think I've always trusted my body like even when it annoys my mind there have been things I've invested in I mean the clique included where my mind's going, yeah, but what about, and but that's not sensible. And what about this? But my body's like, yes, yes, yes. And yeah. I think I've just learned to trust my body and kind of look back and go also give myself evidence of uh, have I ever, you know, I've never ended up on the streets. I've never ended up, you know, in a terrifying, there's always been someone who's caught me. There's always been, 
you know, even the worst case scenario, okay, I'll go back and I'll get a job and I'll be a barista for a bit and I'll work, you know, and, and I'll come back with even more knowledge. So I think also, you know, looking back in at the evidence of have you always managed to be okay, even in the scary times and letting that fuel me as well has helped. Yeah, I love that because sometimes we completely like over-dramatize things in our heads of what could happen, like all of these disastrous outcomes. And we're like, oh, but what if it doesn't work for me? Or what if this fails? Or what if I don't make money? And actually majority of time, those things never actually play out. Like awesome. it's our head creating these very scary narratives as a yeah. way to keep us, you know, playing small and, and playing safe. Um, so you are obviously, you know, a manifesting junkie which I absolutely love and completely resonate with as well and we you kind of mentioned this bit about sort of just really surrendering and trusting that you know you're going to be supported things are going to work out for you the universe has got your back what do you think helps you to sort of fully surrender to the process oh gosh I think I think part of it is that like looking back at, at evidence and finding you know kind of teaching my mind and informing my mind with a new story right mm -hmm. I, I think you know so it's looking for um you know just being really mindful of what I'm saying to myself and what thoughts you know I'm going to choose to attach to because mm -hmm. essentially I, I can find truth in either story right and I can find evidence for all all stories I'm going to fling at myself so you know I was I was talking to a client the other day actually and I and this is you know from my own experience recently as well in that I realized, you know, I'd gone through a bit of a period recently of like kind of feeling in lack and, 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 you know, expenses in my business going up for a bit and like, you know, getting scared. And, and I noticed that actually a lot of what my body was experiencing and therefore thinking was happening right now was just that, that fear and worry about what might happen. And it was like, oh, I'm choosing to live in that reality that that's already a thing. Mm -hmm. And what would happen like just trying to ground myself with the facts of am I okay today like what the facts of right now like this reality now I'm safe I'm fine I'm loved and actually anything that's making me feel like I'm not safe and I'm not fine is just this imagine like it's fantasy of the future like so I think creating just building up that little muscle of you know and it doesn't work every time because I'm human but that little muscle of oh, noticing oh hang on is that real or not mm -hmm. and you know it's it's almost like a decision I feel the trust element and the surrender element like it, it's a choice that I choose to make and I, I could choose with a lot of validity sometimes to go yeah but and find evidence for for something else that makes me feel unsafe but or I could make a choice to trust and what's more likely to manifest the future and the reality that I want to bring in is the latter. So, so much to me is, is a choice. And there are practices that help me with that. I mean, I think one, just that simple thing of trying to constantly bring my mindset to a place of abundance rather than lack. And I think mm -hmm. gratitude practice has been massive with that. Um, you know, really, like there's nothing actually that can change my vibe apart from dancing as quickly as just gratitude practice yeah. and really, really like dropping in. Cause it's easy, I think, to do gratitude practice and be like, oh, I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful, but you know, like you're taking, okay, I've done my gratitude practice, but you know, really feeling it until you feel that shift. Um, and journaling has been really big to help me 
trust as well and, and bring myself to that space. I've journaled since I was 10. So for yeah. a long time, <laughs> I didn't know I was journaling then. I just had my dear diary. But it's yeah. actually been a constant companion and a real, it's helped me cultivate a real relationship. And, and, and what I've noticed is that when it comes to trust and surrender, um, you know, when I'm in a place of worry and, and I'm not trusting and the opposite of trust and surrender and trying to control and trying to hang on, I've noticed it's always a question, like it's what if, and I wonder, but what about? And when I'm in a place of abundance and trust and surrender, there's no what if, it's just, I know, like it, and it's such a feeling of deep knowing and there's never a knowing feeling when I'm in my worried lack mindset. So I think that's helped me as well to, to become aware that, and, and hopefully people listening will resonate with this, that when you have those moments of trust, there's no, I wonder if I can trust. It's like, oh, I, I just know. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's, that's given me comfort as well. You know, when I'm in alignment with that kind of higher self and that truth, it feels true. There's no wondering about it. Yeah. And I think that sort of that ability to trust, it's almost like a muscle that we strengthen over time. Cause I know that definitely beginning of my journey, like just being able to fully trust and let go and surrender kind of giving up that control almost was really challenging for me, but it's something that it's just, I've been gradually able to shift into that now it just be, it's become my new normal. But I loved how you mentioned about just thinking about, okay, well, is this actually happening to me right now? Because a lot of the things that we worry about, they're not physically causing us any pain right now. It's yeah. the thought of that thing happening that is causing us the pain. And if we bring ourselves back to that present moment, you know, that's kind of how we can, yeah, like keep ourselves present. But um, this is why I love as well, like just when you're kind of focused on what you're doing and just really consumed with the work that you do and you're in the flow and in the zone, you're distracted by that. There's no space for you to be worrying about the future, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a little bit more then. So with your clients, so you are obviously your success and your visibility coach, really helping women sort of show up. Mm -hmm. um you know to, to go for their dreams what do you find when it comes to getting visible is mm -hmm. sort of the biggest thing that holds a lot of women back yeah I mean there's a few things so th the work I do a lot of it is that inner work because you know it, mm -hmm. there is the strategy we bring in you know that's in for it's almost like we start with the feminine and then we let that feminine inform the masculine right so that we make sure the strategy is really aligned to their strengths their values but so much of it is the mindset, the embodiment. Um, and I see a lot of women, I mean, there's a few things. I talk quite a lot about show off shame. And I like to think I've coined that term and I don't know if I have, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and claim it. I think it's me. Okay. Yeah, I just like it. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think a lot of women have are carrying around this show off shame. And I think it's just a cultural and societal thing that has been, I think it's getting better, but that has been passed down. And it's this sense of, you know, most of us at some point have been told, stop showing off. No one likes the clever clogs. Just be a bit less, you know, don't, you know, maybe don't show all your talents because you might make others feel less, you know, you might threaten and you might be intimidating. Like, and I think so many of us have, I believe that we were kind of all, I talk about like embracing your inner weirdo. So we've all been born with this little quirk, this little spark that is just unique to us. And that's only going to ever come through us in this lifetime. And 
unfortunately, because generationally so often that spark, it doesn't quite fit into the status quo. It's not quite manageable for every, you know, we go into the school system and everyone needs to fit into a bit of an average to make it easy. And so the people who were above us and caring for us unwittingly, you know, their spark was like shamed into, you know, into hiding. And so it triggers people and they don't know what to do with it because it triggers their own little hidden spark. And so I really believe that that spark, whatever it is for us individually is, you know, if we were to follow that and let it shine and let it out, however weird or wonderful it is, it's going to lead us to our own unique version of success. Like it's the thing that we need to just shine out there. It's our unique thing. And yet, unfortunately, at some point for most of us, it's the very thing that we were made to feel bad about, that we were made to feel ashamed about, that it's something wrong about us. And we kind of hid it away and put it in a box. <clears throat> and then when we want to start a business and become the visible face of our brand we're wondering why we find it hard to show up when we were given all these messages stop showing off no one likes this no one likes that and we feel this shame about the very bit of us that needs to shine out um, and I think there's lots of different things that come up on that kind of limiting belief level of you know people worry about what their family and friends will think um, there's that expert idea of who am I do I know enough who am I to help others um, that fear of rejection and judgment is big because we're so governed still by that primal like evolutionary psychology of like you know if I'm pushed out of the tribe I won't survive you know and it really I think we can feel it in our body that it is that fight or flight you know on some level it all comes down to like that fear of dying essentially of like being outcast and being left alone and um, so there's a lot of very natural human you know when we dig down those kind of primal fears and that I think it can come from and also that cultural conditioning like I said and I, I'm sure it's for men as well but you know I can only talk from my own experience and I think it's a big issue for women of you know we shouldn't shine out and this almost like sister wound that a lot of us have as well of like you know if we're judging other sisters for shining out then we're not going to let ourselves do what we're judging in others so mm. there's a lot there that I think a lot of women are carrying and that actually if we want to move from kind of being a dabbling coach to being a visible impactful leader and and really step up and shine out as that and inspire others from that place then so often I think it can be so valuable to work through these things because I've just seen so many you know, whether it's peers of mine in group coaching programs <clears throat> or clients of mine and myself, of course, have all the strategies there <clears throat> and have everything they need in place, but keep themselves, you know, stalled in their business because they just don't dare to step into that spotlight and be seen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think everything that you've just described there, because I know that for me, like I'm, I'm hearing my own journey, actually, and what you've just said, like, I absolutely felt all of that, that imposter syndrome, that not wanting to be seen that, you know, that 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 show off thing was a big thing for me as well. Mm -hmm. And actually, what I found really comforting was realizing that pretty much all the incredible, inspiring, successful coaches and entrepreneurs that I saw online actually all had that experience themselves. And so sometimes we're, we're so quick to say, oh, well, God, like judge ourselves for feeling those things without realizing that it is the time a part of our conditioning. It's a part of being human. It's a part of how we're hardwired. And it's 
it's okay to feel that now as long as you've got the tools to be able to work through it um yeah. okay so i want to know a little bit more obviously we've heard about you know the wonderful work that you're doing with your with your clients what has been some of your biggest things that you've been able to celebrate for yourself since becoming a coach gosh well i mean there's just been so many different chapters of the business already and i'm like only just about to hit like two years or something so um well i mean really my first big win was very well i say it was very quick in some ways it was like you know one of those overnight things in other ways of course you can say it took months years <laughs> to get to the overnight success thing um but essentially i i it wasn't it didn't all happen straight away for me you know so i did have an, a number of months where you know I, I had the tools i had the strategy i've been doing the training and things weren't happening and actually i did get to a point where i looked at my bank account and i had a really scary moment at one point where I realized I hadn't been looking you know I knew it wasn't good because I'd been in denial I hadn't been looking I'd been investing money and things weren't moving yet and I, I was in trust but I think I was almost like in not looking at the bit of me that was scared mm -hmm. so I looked and I freaked out and I had this big cry in the kitchen to my partner and I realized in hindsight a lot of it wasn't even money fear it was more guilt and shame like that I'd invested lots of money I felt guilty to my kids to my partner who didn't quite get the whole investing in the coaching business thing yet and I felt embarrassed I was like I've invested this money I've told you I'm going to make it and no clients are coming yet and basically just had a major wobble and freak out and shame fest in the kitchen um but in some ways hitting that kind of rock bottom moment was also the beginning of the up for me because it kind of made me really have to look in the mirror and ask myself am I really walking my talk am mm -hmm. I fully embodying the message that I'm sharing and trying to inspire others with am I actually doing that fully myself um you know am I showing up am I doing everything Am I being the person who creates the results? And the truth was that no, I wasn't. And I was hoping for a magic bullet and I was searching externally. And the thing is, <clears throat> all of the investments I've made, you know, like so many of them, like the clique, just incredible. But at the end of the day, you've got to meet it halfway. Like it's not <laughs> gonna be like some magic pill where you, you consume the content, don't do it. And like, <laughs> you yeah. know, you've gotta be like, right, I'm gonna implement this and make it happen. It's like, a, it's a collaborative thing. And I think that was the moment where I realized that like it really dropped in. And mm -hmm. so I was like, right. The kind of responsibility I felt for the mortgage, for my kids, for the money situation I was like, this is, I can't invest this money and not, not do this and be this person and I think something shifted then where it kind of moved from energetically it moved from a hope and a wish and an idea to a decision and mm -hmm. that was really really big and I I just committed on a whole new level it changed my actions it changed who I was being every day it changed how I was showing up online and literally about a fortnight later I had my first 5k weekend Wow, that's incredible. I love that. And I love that that's come off the back of kind of almost that moment where you're like, kind of at the rock bottom kind of because I, I, I often believe like our biggest wins and successes are off the back of our rock bottom because it's in the times that we're challenged the most yeah. that we're forced to look at things differently. We're forced to really come back to the mindset and yeah. a lot of the time 
things that we know, we're kind of forced to revisit them. And that is then the springboard for us really kind of leaping into something incredible. Wow, what a, an amazing how did you sell it <laughs> oh god I can't remember I, I was just it was two two clients came in and in, in one in like literally two days and I think I went out and like had some had myself a glass of champagne and bought myself a nice dress and like you yeah. know something that was like okay and that that opened the doors of potential like and belief like it just that the momentum went from there and then since then you know I've had my first 10k week and yeah. heading towards 20k months so it's really yeah it's really it's funny floodgates open they really do open don't they and it can sometimes feel you know in the early stages I found like you know because my first couple of months I was like this is like tumbleweeds and I remember being in a coaching program my 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 coach training and all these seemed to like have these like overnight successes I was like oh well why is it not happening for me but then when the floodgates opened they really really did and it's again it comes back to just trusting that it's going to work out for you trusting your journey and And just I think asking why not me like yeah around you and so often you know there's going to be people out there making multi-seven figures with you know probably you know less qualifications than you and less life experience and it's it's like a lot of that is because they decided they were allowed to and they just, just stepped up and said yeah and then it's up to the customer whether they resonate with that person there's no like you know someone's worthy someone's not we don't look at like a room of babies and go who which ones here are worthy of success in their future like they all are we all are so I think yeah. for me like that happening it gave my mind that evidence as well of like oh my god this could I can like and and people want to work with me and so that just fueled that self-belief and therefore my actions and how I was showing up and it kind of that momentum went from there yeah amazing so at the moment then are you typically are you working with your clients one-on-one or is it in a group setting what does your coaching look like yeah so I'm really in a period of transitioning from one-on-one to group now so I've, I've done one group cohort of show up and shine which is my group container and I'm just about to launch another cohort it's actually moved now from three months to six months I just realized like people need longer to like implement and really have that support so so that's exciting and I love working one-on-one and I'm so glad that I started there um Mm -hmm. and really kind of honed my confidence and honed my skills as a coach and and I don't want to stop doing one-on-one but because I'm an actor as well and and a mom just lifestyle wise and actually I love group coaching I love um I think one-on-one and group can give have have different qualities and can give you different things at different times but I do love that whole sisterhood of group coaching and the community and how that really it's almost like a thing that you're not, you know, as, as the, as the space holder, that's like another character and element that comes in that you're almost like, yeah, you're responsible for bringing everyone together, but then that's like its own thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, my, my, my plans at the moment are transitioning over. I'm doing a launch at the moment and then I'm actually kind of coming back full circle to what a lot of, um, the clique teachers and, and moving into an evergreen system that feels you know, I've experienced the launch thing and I'm, I may well launch again, but it just feels more feminine and more chills to build a system that is just constantly flowing. So that's kind yeah. of a transition period now. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I think that's such like a pivotal milestone as well in your, your kind of your business journey, like stepping from 
one-on-one maybe keeping onto your one-on-one but then into that group programs because in terms of business work makes a lot of business sense in terms of your ability to serve more people your ability to kind of stop exchanging that time for money and yeah it gives you a much more scalable business option but I'm exactly the same as you because I absolutely love Mm one-on-one and you know it's something that you can still always do but it's not okay I'm reliant on this I've got something here that is giving me a a more of a scalable business option but um yeah Yeah. I love um so for anybody that wants to come and say hello to you and sort of see what you're up to where is the best place for people to connect with you Sure. Yeah. So probably Instagram is where I hang out the most now. So that's Florence underscore Andrews underscore coaching um, at Instagram. So I hang out there a lot. And then there's my website, which is florenceandrewscoaching.com. And yeah, come hang out. We've got some exciting things happening at the moment. We've got a challenge coming up. So you'll see all about that on my Instagram. I'd love for you guys to come. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful. Well, what we'll do actually, Florence, we'll link all of your links and things in the show notes. So it's really easy for people to click through and to to find you and to, yeah, to join you on your journey because it sounds like you're doing amazing things. And yeah, I just want to thank you for being a part of the Click Academy as well. Like every day like it just brings me so much joy to just see and chat with some of the incredible women that have been through the program and see what they're doing and how they're really sort of trailblazing their own businesses and really creating something that's very much unique to to them so yeah thank you so much for being here and sharing everything with us today thank you so much and thank you so much for being such an inspiration honestly like from the from the moment I came across you online you've been such a big part of my journey and it's so lovely to to just have leaders and women out there in the coaching world who lead with such integrity and heart and your program is just I would just recommend it if you're listening and you are thinking about becoming a coach or you want to add more to your coaching skills and build the business side with heart with soul I cannot recommend the clique academy enough so thank you so much I enjoy that's really that's been my day thank you so much wanting to build your own successful online coaching business make sure to check out freedom abundance and impact our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches to access simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu